Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday. It is the ninth day of December 2022. That is 129-2022. That is your date. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas. Looking out the window. It's dry. The sun is peeking through some of the clouds out there. there. There's those little thin clouds, nothing to worry about. Sky is blue. 37 degrees right now. About uh, 12 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time here in Las Vegas. 37 degrees. Just like it was yesterday when we started out. And we're going to ditto the high as well. Today's high is going to be 57, just like it was yesterday. However... We got some changing weather here. I'm saying this for not so much for the folks here in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate this stuff at Sports Talk 1400 AM, but maybe for all the folks listening worldwide and certainly across the nation through our many different platforms of streaming, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global, or your device, your devices, your iPhones, Androids, with your apps, the KSHP apps, so you can hear us now streaming on the device there that you panic when you can't find it. And, of course, uh, wherever you get podcasting, because if you're planning on maybe taking in Las Vegas this weekend for the final weekend of the National Finals Rodeo with all the great uh, Cowboys and cowgirls and all the great stuff happening with the shopping and the shows, etc., etc., etc. Or maybe coming out just to enjoy the weekend during the holiday, before the holiday, during the holiday season, so to speak, with all of the all of the great um, complexes that we have here, all the great uh, casino complexes, the big complexes that uh, are having big, big Christmas decorations and displays. Just in case you're coming out, weather will be changing here in Las Vegas. Tomorrow, we'll start off a little cooler, about 43 degrees. 
get up to 61 degrees. Yeah, we're getting into the 661. However, along with that change comes the possibility, like a 73% possibility of rain on Sunday. So make sure you dress accordingly if you're coming over here in town. Because we got a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah, our local uh, our local sports fans are still uh, smarting from that uh, loss with the uh, Raiders last night. Won't even go into that. So we welcome you to the show, covering horse racing Las Vegas style. No matter what the weather is out, cold, raining, etc. It's always fast, firm, and perfect in our race books. That's what we'll be, of course. Coming up this weekend, Fairgrounds is going to host the Louisiana Champions Day with all the Louisiana bred horses and all their different divisions going for bucks. And uh, at Los Alamitos, we have the Grade 1 Starlet. It's a Grade 1. And did you know that this is a race that will yield Kentucky Oaks points for next year? Yeah. And, of course, it's opening day. Opening day at Los Alamitos today and opening day at Oaklawn Park in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oh, my. What a weekend we're about to have, right? All righty. Uh, talking about the weather, yesterday, I guess, uh, the last two races at Remington Park was canceled. Had to cancel the last two races at Remington Park because of the weather. Now, you know, all that stuff we were talking about that went through yesterday. Well, right now, right now. Uh, just a little, little sliver going through Arkansas, Mississippi, uh, you know, uh, Louisiana, Missouri, Alabama. little sliver going through there. And just a little dot of some action off the Atlantic coast in the mid-Atlantic area. Otherwise, the coasts, Atlantic, Gulf, and Pacific are clear. There is a uh, system that's starting to build up right on the northern California border and the Pacific Ocean. And, that, and that's the one that's going to be coming down across Nevada and Las Vegas with a chance, a big chance of rain on Sunday. Snow going on in Idaho and northern Nevada as well as Wisconsin. And just about uh, clear everywhere else. But cold, except for, you know, Miami. Florida, my goodness, Tampa, 82, Miami, 79, Jacksonville, 81. Then you get to the reality, most of the other countries in the 50s and low 40s. And, of course, uh, International Falls up way up there in the north is 31 degrees. But, like I said, fast, firm, and perfect in our race books. Okay. On today's show, we got Jonathan Hardoon standing by, Tommy Massis with the Woodbine Report. Bob Mazursky will be along to give us uh, the skinny on the opening day at Los Alamitos, as well as John Lindo, Rich Ang, and Jerry J. Uh, yesterday at Aqueduct, Jerry J. Uh, had a winner in the third race. She caught my eye at $4.50. Came back with the reverse play hit in the ninth race when his key horse ran second to his link-up, who won and paid sixteen eighty. Providing a dollar exact, a payoff of forty-three fifty, and a fifty-cent try with the link-ups in reverse, paying sixty-eight dollars and eighty-seven cents for fifty cents. Not bad. All right, pick six uh, yesterday. Aqueduct paid thirteen thousand three eighty-nine, 
And uh, we had Jose Lascano, Manuel Franco, and uh, Kendrick Carmouche also doubling on the card yesterday. Those three jockeys had a pair of wins apiece at Aqueduct, the big A yesterday. Early pick five paid well. Wow, $4,418.25. Winning prices, $8.30, $38, $4.50, and $9.90. Winning numbers, 3, 6, 5, 2, and 7. Alrighty, let's see. Gulfstream Park yesterday. John Lindo snagged a winner in the fifth race. Bet down from seven to two. My Sea Cottage returned four dollars and twenty cents. A lot of people were listening to John yesterday. <laughs> that was the fifth race. The anchor in the early pick five and early pick four. Pick six. Gulfstream paid uh, one thousand one seventy one and change. And the horse that uh, John was talking about, remember? The reason why uh, Barrios was down there, Super Cornito, in the eighth race. Well, that's the reason Barrios was down there, and he won with Super Cornito. Eighth race winner paying $3.60. It was not a secret. And uh, at Woodbine in the final days there, uh, Tommy Massis, boy, he was all over the place. He he was on the cusp, live horses in both his selections. He finished second in the second race and third in the uh, fourth race to a $58 winner. And uh, Amanda Vander Mirsch. Amanda Vander Mirsch, I guess is how they pronounce it. She won two races on the card yesterday, and one of them was the $58.20 winner that rolled right up the rail and a nice ride up the rail to win in the fourth. And the super high five at Woodbine, that big jackpot, was hit in the eighth and final race. Started out with a $20.60 horse, the super high five jackpot. Snagged with one winner, paying $115,076.72, if you really get down to it. Congratulations, that one ticket holder. So if we don't hear from Tommy today, you know, well, you never know, right? All righty. Okay, time for the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, police blotter. <laughs> the uh, horse racing police blotter. Former trainer... Mr. Service, Jason Service, is to plead guilty in federal court today. The United States District Court gave notice that former trainer Jason Service, facing charges related to horse doping, is scheduled today to enter a guilty plea. Now, that'll take place uh, in Manhattan, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, which is 8 o'clock our time. Now, we all know that he had that derby winner, maximum security. And so many people are saying that uh, the, the win by maximum security should be taken away because of uh, the trainer uh, is being charged for doping. Well, we'll let legal people take care of that. 
He is the most high profile of more than two dozen people indicted on horse doping charges early in 2020. So it took a couple of years to get this squared away. He is the only one not to have either participated in dis disposition of his case by agreement by going to trial. So there you have it. There it is. Your police blotter for the day. <clears throat> By the way, uh, uh, the outcome of the $20 million Saudi Cup won by maximum security because of service being in, uh, accused at that time in February 2020, the month before the trainer was charged. Uh, they are withholding the winner's purse and holding, uh, with, uh, and holding their next move close to the vest. So they still haven't got paid. The, the 2020 Saudi Cup, $20 million, hasn't been uh, divvied out yet. All right. Anyhow, that's, uh, that's all we're going to do on that news. We're just, that's all we're going to do for uh, police blotter stuff. Everything else is good stuff. We need a good, positive stuff going into the weekend for horse players. And the opening of Low Sal in Oaklawn is going to spice up our playing of the races over the weekend, isn't it? So without any further ado, let's get started with our first break. And when we come back, we'll start our usual with our correspondents, Jonathan Hardoon, Tommy Masses, Bob Mazursky, John Lindo, Rich Ang, and Jerry J. And oh, by the way, I have your racing menu. Of all them tracks getting ready to rock and roll today right after we take this break. So don't go away. We'll be right back. The Southern California Thoroughbred Racing Circuit returns to the Los Alamitos race course with our winter meet on Friday, December 9th. We'll have two action-packed weeks of daytime racing in beautiful Orange County. Four exciting stakes races will highlight the winter meet. First post will be 12.30 p.m. The opening weekend will be headed by the Grade 1 Starlet on Saturday afternoon, December 10th, with Kentucky Oaks points up for grabs. And on Sunday afternoon, December 11th, juvenile fillies will race in the Soviet Problem Stakes. The meet will also feature an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, December 17th. You could win a berth to the 2023 NHC. It's daytime thoroughbred action with the top jockeys and trainers in the Southern California circuit. Racing fans, enjoy all the action in the comfort of the Vessels Club at Los Alamitos Racecourse. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Or catch all of the racing action at your favorite satellite facility or on FanDuel TV. The best of Southern California thoroughbred racing returns to Los Alamitos Racecourse. Opening day of our thoroughbred winter meet is Friday, December 9th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, we got them lined up like rush hour on the freeway. So we're going to get started right away with our menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Summercast Center's racetracks around the country. Reminding you, first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day. Reflect that at the Pacific Time Zone. First post times are in the Pacific Time Zone. So if you're listening on all of our different platforms, websites, apps, podcasting, gold tooth filling, however, wherever, whenever, remember... First post times Pacific. If you're not in it, adjust to it. I don't miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? Here we go. Here's the menu for today. We begin with Laurel Park. Laurel Park has nine races today with a carryover in their pick six jackpot of $1,450 and a first post time at Laurel Park at 9.05. 9.05, first post at Laurel today. Then next will be Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream Park, their pick six jackpot carryover, the rainbow jackpot carryover, $178,581 today. Nine races at Gulfstream. First post time is 9.10. Aqueduct, the big A in New York, they say. Oh, it's sunny. 45 degrees at post time. The track is fast. Finally at uh, Aqueduct today. No carryovers to uh, say about that. And they have nine races today at the big A. First post time, 9.20. Tampa Bay Downs has nine races and full fields most. Tampa Bay Downs has a first post time of 9.30, 9.30 at Tampa Bay. Again, first post time there is at 9.30. Woodbine, getting into the final days of Woodbine today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Today at Woodbine, 11 races. I got to tell you, all 11, well, let me put it this way. Nine of the 11 races, full fields. Everybody wants to run before the end of the meet, it seems. The only two uh, short field races are the two stakes races that were canceled last week because of the high wind and rescheduled today. They are the $150,000 Clarendon. Uh, the uh, first race on the card today is the Clarendon. Two-year-olds going six furlongs, five to the post, six to five favorite there is Pauline in OT. Poland in OT is the uh, favorite there. And the $150,000 Shady Well for two-year-old fillies at six furlongs will be the third race on the card. Now six go to the post in that one. And the uh, favorite at two to one is Me and My Shadow. Those are the two stakes races that were scheduled and uh, canceled uh, the other day. Now uh, they re-entered uh, in today and those are the two going in the 11 race card. First post time at Woodbine. Full field, so wow. Whew. First post time is 10.20 at Woodbine. Now, you know they knocked down that uh, big super high five jackpot, so they'll start that anew today at Woodbine, okay? Their pick six jackpot carryover is still there, though, and that's $6,601. We go next to Oaklawn Park in Hot Springs, Arkansas, for its opening day for their big meet there at Oaklawn. Nine races. The opening day feature is the $150,000 Advent Stakes. For two-year-olds going five and a half furlongs, it is the eighth of nine races on the card. Nine before scratches. And a big three-to-five favorite there is Tyler's Tribe. Opening day at Oaklawn. First post time is 10.30. Hawthorne Racecourse. 
has a regular pick five carryover today of $7,574. This is a regular pick five carryover, $7,574. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $1,620. Eight races, first post time is $1055. Then you go to the fairgrounds in New Orleans. Fairgrounds has a first post time of $1,115. The $50,000 Magic City Stakes for three-year-olds and up at a mile will be the third race on the card, where the 6-5 to five favorite there is Foolish Steve. That's the third on the card of nine. And again, first post time is 11:15 at the Fairgrounds. Los Alamitos opening day. Opening day at Los Al. First post time is 12:30 with an eight-race card. And I got... Bob Mazursky standing by, going to help us out on opening day at Los Al. First post time, 12.30. Golden Gate has nine races today. Their first post time is at 12.45. It's at 12.45 at Golden Gate today. And then next comes Turfway Park. Turfway Park has eight races. Their first post time is 2.55. 2.55 at uh, Turfway today. And their uh, pick six jackpot carryover, 14441 bucks. First post time is 2.55. Delta Downs has nine races, and their first post time is as well at 2.55. Both tracks going at 2.55 there. Penn National is next. Penn Nat has a post time of 3 p.m. today. They have eight races at Penn National. And again, first post time is 3 p.m. Charlestown has nine races. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $9,479. First post time at Charlestown is 4 p.m. And then we wrap it up with Remington Park. Hopefully we can get all nine in today. It looks like the weather will cooperate today. First post time at Remington is at 5.05. And that wraps up your Friday menu of racetracks. All righty. Now we got a whole bunch of peeps standing by. We're going to go first to Jonathan Hardoon. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine, my man. A little, little chilly here, but we, uh, oh, I guess we're going to expect rain on Sunday. It's a little chillier here than it is there. We're oh. in the 40s, but it's a, it's a beautiful day. Sun is shining. Sky is blue. Let's make some money. Well, I'm going to tell you what. You sure are, are, are working hard because you've got four racetracks that you have full sheets on today. Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and the two tracks that are opening today, Oakland Park and Los Alamitos. So there's plenty of meat on the bone here for you wherever you want to go and whatever you want to do. Well, we're going to go uh, one race at Aqueduct and one race at Low Sal, and the people should take advantage of playing Low Sal because, you know, it's uh, cheaper horses and the low-profile connections, but you have a sh- you have a real good chance to make money there, and people should take advantage of it. It's a short meet, and uh, again, it's good racing, so everybody should certainly support it. Absolutely, and not only that, um, you know, there there's good competitive racing going on there as well. You know, that's good stuff. Yeah, it really is, and, you know, horses for courses certainly applies there. I'll tell you that much. Horses that like that track run well, and uh, it's a short meet, and, again, the little guys get an opportunity to make some money, so that's always important. Until they get to the stakes races, then Bob Baffert just loads it up. Yeah, he comes in with three of the five horses. We get that, but... <laughs> Good stuff, just, though. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, certainly is. Time to get started. Right, let's We're... begin with Aqueduct. Okay. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Well, let's begin with Aqueduct and look at the third race today. And I love the number five horse in here, riding on a winner. Four-year-old filly makes her first start for trainer Orlando Nota. 
Jason Huya is aboard to ride. This is a young apprentice. Uh, he won a race yesterday on a long price horse, a 16-to-one shot. He's very good, and he's very good out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Number five, riding on a winner, is a single in today's third race. Uh, yes, you're absolutely correct. Uh, Hoyas won the second race at $38 and looked good doing it. He did, and again, uh, uh, you know, he's good. He's dedicated to the game. I saw him do an interview. Uh-huh. He lost a lot of weight to come back riding, and he's taken a very serious. He just had a new baby. So congratulations to him, and hopefully he has a terrific winter riding here as the, the hot bug. Now you say comeback riding. He rode before? I think he rode or before. He took some time off. He went back to school. Uh-huh. It's a terrific story. You probably can Google his name and go read about it. Okay. But uh, seemed like a nice kid in that interview. Well, he's uh, back. He's got dedication, and he's got another mouth to feed soon. So in the, uh, <laughs> exactly. in, the in the third race, we'll take him on number five, riding on a winner, appropriately named for what you think Hoyos is. So in the third race, you like the five at Aqueduct. All right, now we'll get the Los Alamitos. Yeah, we're going to look at the second race today, field of seven. And I like the number three horse in here, Flatter with Jules, a five-year-old mare from the Milton Pineda barn. This trainer also owns this uh, five-year-old mare, Ramon Vasquez aboard to ride. She's two for six at Los Sal, two for four at the distance. Uh, you know, Vasquez riding this meet, and that's good. When you get a top rider like that, you know, willing to show up. So, obviously, he's hungry. He wants to win. This trainer does terrific at the thoroughbred meets. Uh, Milton Pineda last meet had a couple of winners. Mm-hmm. He's got two horses in this race, but I like the number three, the longer of the two. Uh, number three, Flatter with Jules, wins today's second race at Los Alamitos. All right, second race, number three, Flatter with Jules, the three in the second race, the second uh, race in the uh, only pick five of the day, the early pick five, and cer- uh, certainly uh, the start of two of uh, pick fours in the second race, the three flatter with jewels. Now, Jonathan did a lot of hard work out there, folks. Four racetracks today. Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oakland, and Los Alamitos. Get any or all at your website, right? J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Correct. All right, uh, Jonathan, and um, we'll uh, be waiting for your texts, uh, picks over the weekend. Fantastic. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Los Alamitos, where Bob Mazursky is standing by. Happy opening day, Bob. Thanks, Ralph. Good morning. How are you today? We're doing today. Yeah, I'm doing absolutely fine. And I can tell you this. He's talking about Vasquez riding in that uh, second race at Los Al, but uh, he has ridden your meet very well before, hasn't he? Absolutely. He's won both meets he's ridden. He won the the uh, L.A. County Fair meet earlier in the year, and then he won the September meet. So, yeah, he he adapted to this track very quickly. You know, he started riding here this year, and like I said, he's won both meets he's competed at, and obviously he has a very good shot to do it again because he's going to be very active here. Now, um, Jonathan was talking about this is one of those tracks that you um, take an extra look at or give extra credit to horses who like and have uh, run over the track well like a horse-for-course angle. No doubt. Yeah, it's it's been the case. There's been a lot of horses who've come in off bad form, whether it be at Del Mar or Santa Anita, but they've run well here in the past, and then they turn things around. You know, there's been, you've caught some good prices for that reason, and the horse he mentioned in the second race, Bladder with Jules, she's certainly one that likes it here, mm-hmm. and her stable mate as well, Busy Painter, the other horse, Milton Pineda's running in there, likes this track. So yeah, that's certainly an angle to keep uh, track of, to see if the horses run well here before, no matter what their current form is, you better 
take a second look at them because they could rebound. Well, maybe we'll do an all Pineda exacta box with the three six six three combination in the second race and play it safe, huh? No, absolutely. And I think if you're playing the early pick, the, the pick five or the uh, first pick four, you better use both of them in there. I think they both have a shot. All right. And we do want to mention the fact that uh, there are a few changes in the betting uh, offerings at Los Al that are different from the other Southern California tracks. We have already mentioned that you only have one pick five. It is a 50 cent base and it's the first five races. And you do have two pick fours with a one dollar base bet, right? Yeah, the the pick four is just like the nighttime pick four. It's a dollar minimum bet. It starts on race two, and the first one is races two through five, and then the uh, second one is on the last four races of the day. So, of course, on an eight-race card, it would be five through eight, and then on a nine-race card, it would be six through nine. So, that, that yeah, that's the main difference. And then, of course, we have the regular pick six, yeah. the one that started all those years ago at Hollywood Park, uh-huh. the $2 pick six with no rainbow provision carryover and it's 70 30 split so that's uh i know it's very popular with a lot of uh players the traditional pick six now uh if they don't have uh six the fives get paid and the 70 percent that was uh allotted for uh the sixes go into a carryover right that is correct yeah so we'll see what happens today if we'll carry over into the weekend where we have our first uh, grade one of the the only grade one of the meet but our first of two graded stakes tomorrow the starlet and uh you know did not really know but uh was reminded again that the starlet uh, holds uh, Kentucky Oaks points does it not that is right it's a 10 point win if you win the Philly gets 10 points to the uh, Kentucky Oaks which will be run May 5th next year and then the futurity uh, next week that's also 10 points to the winner on the road to the Kentucky Derby, which, of course, will be the following day at Churchill Downs. All right. And we will, again, remind and talk about the uh, special daily double at a dollar base bet you have for tomorrow's linking the uh, thoroughbred daytime meet uh, stakes races, the Starlet, to the nighttime quarter horse meet stakes race, the big one there, the champion of champions. That's tomorrow. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that's a new uh, new bet they just instituted. So uh, hopefully you'll get a lot of action. Like uh, it's not a two dollar daily double minimum; it's a one dollar minimum because those are the minimum on the nighttime doubles is one dollar. So we'll see how that does tomorrow with the uh, Starlet and then the uh, Champion of Champions, which is the eighth and final race tomorrow night. Okay, to time Bob to get a winner on opening day. I'm going to go to the sixth race. I like number two, Whiskey Blue. She was second last time. I thought she ran pretty well at this level. I think she's going to get a great trip in here tracking the speed horse drawn directly outside of her. She makes sense, and hopefully she can out- take care of that one and then hold off the closers late for Mark Glad. She's a three-to-one second choice in the morning line. Number two, Whiskey Blue in race six. All right, in the sixth race today at Los Alamitos, number two, Whiskey Blue, is Bob Mazursky's play for the race day listeners. Sixth race, the two-horse. Get that home a winner, and they'll be able to buy the first round uh, at the uh, happy hour, that's for sure. And, of course, uh, for all of your selections, Bob, you're all over the place. Yeah, I'm in the Today's Racing Digest every day with uh, racing uh, selections for Southern California, then in the Southern California News Group papers, which include a string of papers, including the Pasadena Star News, LA Daily News, Orange County Register, among others. I do a graded handicap every day in Southern California. And it's so nice to see all those publications still in business in these days and times, that's for sure. All right, Bob, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Ralph. Thanks, Garrett. Thank you, and take care. Having a great opening day. And now we're going to go to Tommy Massa standing by up there in uh, Woodbine, where it's cold today. Tommy? Oh. 
probably somewhere between Detroit and Dayton, Ohio. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. I would imagine you're on your way uh, south? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, Tommy, uh, now, of course, I already said that the two races that for the two-year-olds, the stakes races that were canceled the other day because of the high winds and the cancellation of uh, the, that program got redrawn. Uh, re, uh, and, of course, they are the uh, first and third races on an elongated 11-race card today at Woodbine. And i got to tell you, they're emptying the shelves, uh, that's for sure. This is like the Black Friday for horse entries because you've got full fields in 11 of the races. The only two fields that are less than full are the two stakes races today, the Clarendon, which is the first, and the Shady Well, which is the third. Any thoughts about those races? Uh, not really. The Clarendon is a three-horse race. Poolin OP is the, you know, the, the best the best of them, but the other two have room to step forward today. So it's a three-horse race, and there'll be the three heavy favorites. So I, I don't know. I think it's a race to pass anyways. What about the Shady Well for the Phillies? Yeah, that's another one where really like four horses have a shot. But I have a feeling number two, Speed Trap, might actually have some value. He's three to one morning line. I think he'll get four or five to one on this horse. Uh, I like the way he moved up last time and improved. And if he does it again, you know, especially with this trainer, they, they improve in increments and this horse could be ready to topple the other horses in here. But I wouldn't take less than four to one now in a I, race like this. With now, I noticed uh, Kazuchi Kamara is uh, named on this horse. And as we know, he'll be rolling down to Southern California. He's going to compete at uh, Santa Anita this uh, Santa Anita winter meet. And uh, you were talking about him, uh, his last day was a couple of days ago, but he is uh, entered on this horse. He's named on this horse, but the, he's this is the only horse he's named on. Do you, do you know if he's going to ride it or not? I, I doubt it. I think they just carried over the, the jockeys uh, from the, the cancel day. Okay. I'd be willing to bet, you know, if, if there's 11 horses, he'd have nine, at least nine mounts yeah. in 11 races. So yeah. it'll be a rider change for sure. Yeah, uh, as you said, you thought he was uh, venturing uh, to Japan to visit his family before going to Santa Anita, right? Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, I, I can't see him sticking around for one race, that's for sure. Okay, so now we need your picks and Ernie's picks. Uh, your picks, of course, and Ernie's uh, on on uh, in route, I guess. Yeah, uh, race five, Ernie starts with number three, uh, Symbol Court. Uh, first time started with... Uh, Kevin Attard, you know, he's beat uh, everything he's worked out against. One of them is an okay horse. The other one is okay, but I kind of like these horses when Ernie picks, especially from the Kevin Attard barn. He's probably the best trainer we've got. Okay. So race five, number three, symbol court for Ernie. Uh-huh. And then and race seven, and this is a problem with this time of the year. you got Phillies against boys. you got some races that are a mile the 16th at the end of the year where 90% of the horses are sprinters. Horses coming off five days rest, six days rest. Mm -hmm. Everyone's just taking a free shot. So Ernie comes with, uh, in race seven, number 13, 45-70 for Mark Mitchell. And it's a Philly going against the boys. Hopefully you get enough value to take the Philly against the boys. All right. So Ernie, uh, the clocker, who we uh, really depend on for filling in some of the uh, blanks uh, for two-year-olds, picks two races that are two-year-olds in. The seventh race. 40, uh, 4570 is the name of the horse, but the number is 13 in the seven furlong seventh race. 
And in the fifth race at six furlongs, he likes the three symbol court. Now we'll get your picks and we'll let you move on. Yeah, uh, race four, number four, I am resilient. Eight to one morning line. I think that's not going to be even close to that. And if this horse gets bet down as much as I think, I'm probably going to go on to number one perfect play. But for now, I'm going to do a four, one exact the box. Most likely bet the four if I get four or five to one. But it might be hard for me if this horse gets over bet and I might end up on perfect play. Okay, so in the fourth race, the four horse is eight to one. The one horse is 30 to one on the morning line. You like the four at a decent price, and you're going to box them with the one. Uh, and uh, so we'll leave it at that. The folks out there can make their own evaluation on, on when they want to make a cutoff point for the odds. So you like the four, and the one is your key in the exacta in the fourth. One more, we'll let you go. Race eight, number eight, Princess Thieves. Hopefully he steals the money. All right, eighth race, number eight, Princess, Prince of Thieves. As you say, you'd like him to steal the race and the money at 12 to 1 on the morning line. Number 8 in the 8th race, easy to remember. We know that the selections are on the website at Woodbine there. Have safe travels, and we will uh, talk to you tomorrow. You got it. Good luck, everyone. All righty. In route, he is to warmer weather. <laughs> well, you can't really blame him. Two more days left at Woodbine, and uh, still great. It's a great card today, though, folks. I can tell you that. That's it. You find the right horses. You're going to make money at Woodbine today. Hopefully, we have a few suggestions for you on the show with our guys doing that. We'll be back with Rich Ang right after this. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Southern California Thoroughbred Racing Circuit returns to Los Alamitos Racecourse with our winter meet on Friday, December 9th. We'll have two action-packed weeks of daytime racing in beautiful Orange County. Four exciting stakes races will highlight the winter meet. First post will be 12.30 p.m. The opening weekend will be headed by the Grade 1 Starlet on Saturday afternoon, December 10th, with Kentucky Oaks points up for grabs. And on Sunday afternoon, December 11th, juvenile fillies will race in the Soviet Problem Stakes. The meet will also feature an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, December 17th. You could win a berth to the 2023 NHC. It's daytime thoroughbred action with the top jockeys and trainers in the Southern California circuit. Racing fans, enjoy all the action in the comfort of the Vessels Club at Los Alamitos Racecourse. For reservations, call 714 820 or catch all of the racing action at your favorite satellite facility or on FanDuel TV. The best of Southern California thoroughbred racing returns to Los Alamitos Racecourse. Opening day of our thoroughbred winter meet is Friday, December 9th. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. 
All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Time to get it on with uh, Rich Ang first up. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. I heard your comment about the Raiders, and I oh. couldn't. I couldn't believe it either. Uh, An incredible way to lose. And what a way for uh, May, what, May uh, Mayweather. May, May, what's his name? Oh, again? Baker May, May, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. That's it. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. I have a block on him after what he did last night. But uh, <laughs> two days, uh, and uh, you know, with, with the uh, team, didn't even practice that much with him, and he goes right down and scores that uh, touchdown to beat the Raiders, and i got to tell you, that's got to be really, really uh, taking the wind out of the sail of the Raiders. They had something going, but uh, we'll uh, live to uh, fight another day, that's for sure. In the meantime, your uh, selections for today's opening day at Los Alamitos, uh, now available at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Just go to RacedayLasVegas.com and uh, hit the uh, hit his icon, and you'll get the uh, selections. I would imagine that you are in consensus with uh, all of the other handicappers and saying uh, this is kind of like a place for horse for courses. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I agree with uh, everything Jonathan said about Los Alamitos right down to the point that, you know, the people who skip this meet and take some time off, I think they're leaving money on the table. Uh, this is a good meet to bet, and uh, just the owner of Los Alamitos, Ed Allred, considering how much he has done to help Southern California horse racing, uh, he's, he deserves our support just on that alone. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I mean, he has really stepped up to the plate and done over and beyond. He uh, is a cut mm -hmm. of the same cloth, you know, as uh, the run happy uh, man, uh, Mr. Uh, McInvale, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> McInvale. It's, uh, it's really amazing. Uh, these two guys really have a love for the sport, that's for sure, beyond the business acumen as well. All right, what are we doing? Okay. Uh, I start the week with my ROI 95 cents, so I'm getting there. Okay. Uh, little by little. Race eight, Ralph, the last leg of the pick six. Uh, Steve Knapp's got a lot of live horses in today. Mm -hmm. If he wins the three races that I think he can, that's half of the pick six already. Uh, let's go to uh, the eight horse, Sugar Sugar, five to two in the morning line. This horse ran very well. Maiden claiming 20 at Del Mar and Santa Anita and uh, faced tougher fields than uh, she's facing today. So let's give her a shot. 25 win place, two for the ROI, number eight, Sugar Sugar in the eight. See, now I have a hard time remembering names, but I do remember uh, a song that was very popular during uh, my time as a uh, teenager, Sugar Sugar, that's for sure. So in the eighth race, we'll take the eight. Easy to remember, eighth race, number eight, Rich Ang's play, 25 win place, $2 ROI on the eight. That's in the eighth. That's the final. The rest right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks. Uh, that was the Archies doing sugar, sugar. Yeah, they, that's right. The Archies were sugar, sugar. Do, 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 do. All right, that, that's enough. Uh, talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, John Lindo, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine, my man. And, uh, of course, uh, we have opening day at Los Alamitos and also Oaklawn Park. I think a lot of people will be taking a look at Oaklawn as well because a lot of California influence there. Yeah, and field sizes will be good, and uh, it's all dirt racing. And uh, the good thing about it, when you do get some weather there, that, that track at Oakland handles rain really well. You can just handicap it for a normal fast track. It doesn't change a whole lot. So uh, good winter track in Los Alamitos, like you mentioned, and, and Richie. 
anything Dr. Arba is going to do, I'm going to support. He's yeah. been uh, uh, just a staple for the industry for many, many years. Over, way over and beyond any uh, good business sense, that's for sure. He just loves the game and, and loves the players as well. Well, you were right about Hector Barrios. He uh, showed up at Gulfstream specifically to ride Super Cornito and uh, got the job done in the eighth race at 360. You also came with a pick on the show with My Sea Cottage in the fifth race. So, yeah, you saw it pretty well at Gulfstream yesterday. Yeah, I liked it. It was it was fun. Enjoyed that. And uh, we'll be doing the Gulfstream on Thursdays as we wait for the California racing on the Friday through Sunday schedule. And, you know, they, next week, uh, well, after the 24th, they get into what they call their uh, champions meet at Gulfstream. So this has been good racing down there. A lot of the New York guys will be down for the winter. And, uh, John, now you'll switch to, of course, Los Alamitos today, and, and you always cover Southern California racing, but because they're on a, an abbreviated weekly schedule, you're going to drop in and do some other tracks, the Linda Report, during the weekdays. But now we're back to opening day at Los Alamitos, the Thoroughbreds, and your full Lindo Report. That includes selections in all the races and a suggested late pick four and all the goody information at the bottom you you uh you uh, on the uh, bottom in your information uh, show everybody the differences in the betting menu uh, at Los Al rather than uh, the other Southern California tracks, as uh, Bob alluded to earlier. All that good information on one big sheet, and it's at the uh, South Point free of charge. The Linda Report South Point compliments uh, there to the race players. The only place you can get it in town here in Las Vegas because they love horse players that's for sure john uh, are you in agreement about horse for course stuff at los al oh absolutely uh you know it's a it's a little different configuration with that little right elbow going into the far turn and uh yeah i, I always think that you want to be in the in the sprint races drawn outside and have a little speed that's always a good thing there and uh, that long stretch it'll change you know it'll change things a little bit but it's hard to come from far back even though you got a quarter mile you better be in the game turning for home yeah, that's kind of uh, almost uh, defeating uh, what is logic when you have a longer stretch in a race. You figure, well, in that long stretch, I'm sure that, uh, you know, the closers have an advantage, but not so, right? Not really, no. You, you angle out there and, and, you know, on the lead, you have to save something because you know you've got a long way to go, but they usually do. And uh, you'll pick up some tired horses very late, but if you're going to win... You still have to have dead aim on the horses up front, turn for home. Yeah, I guess, um, really, when it comes down to it, whether it's a long stretch or not, the horses uh, are going to start leveling off to a bit and not having a sustained run either on the lead or coming off the lead, even though the stretch is longer, right? Sooner or later, they hit almost uh, the bottom of the tank. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's, you've got to build that momentum up and, and keep it going. And, and some horses just... You know, some horses that don't handle turns well, they've got time to make a correction at Los Alamitos and find their stride and level off down the lane. And those are the horses that really seem to enjoy this track. And I do want to remind everybody as well uh, that it is a uh, unusual configuration there at Los Alamitos where the if you're going uh, the two-turn races, the first turn will be uh, sharper than the last turn. The last turn is like a sweeping turn, and somewhere along the backstretch, you'll have a, a, a the railing that comes out a little, and uh, the jockeys who are not familiar with that have uh, sometimes a problem until they get used to it, but most of these jockeys already have figured out that lay of the land. Yeah, yeah, you'll see guys uh, three or four pass off the rail down the backside because that rail will move out a little uh -huh. bit and it naturally drops them in going into that far turn. And you have to go up the banking of the tr of the five eighths mile track yeah. 
going into that far turn. So, yeah, there's a little bit of trick to it, but, uh, you know, the guys that you see all the time, Maldonado, Pereira, these guys all have ridden it many times. They know what they're doing out there. All right, John, a quick pick, and we'll let you go. Third race today. Let's go to number seven, Love Gone Wild. Got eliminated at the start at Santa Anita on the grass last time. Drop in class, moose to dirt, has speed in the race, but there isn't much. Yeah. Post seven, I like. So uh, I think seven or two of the program. Number seven, Love Gone Wild, race three, Losal. Third race, the seven horse, John Lindo's play for the opening day at Losal. Get the Lindo report at South Point. Thanks a lot, John. Good luck today. All right. Now, uh, is this Jerry Jackowitz? It is, right. All right, Jerry, you you really showed up late. You just uh, you just popped I on. Know. So let's get I'm, right let's get right to picks. We just got. I'm get having back. all these supercomputer problems this morning. So I I'm understand. Just give you one. I'm going to give you a quick pick at each, and you'll go from there. In okay. the fifth race today at Aqueduct, mm-hmm. we're going to take. I don't even have the number. Go. Ria's Angel. Ria's Angel um, is the six horse. Go. Okay, and well, that's going to be our win bet in the fifth at Aqua. Now we're going to go to Los Alamitos. Okay. And we're going to be, keep this simple, we're going to go to the fifth race as well, and we're going to take My Man Bags. My Man Bags is the nine horse, which is also, by the way, uh, John Lendo's best bet of the day. So uh, you guys are coming on strong with the fifth race, which is the final race in the uh, early pick five, the only pick five at Los Alamitos, the nine My Man Bags is Jerry J's play. And again, Jerry, I knew you were having some problems there because I never received the power pages, so I don't have any added information to give them off of your power pages. Again, at Aqueduct, Jerry in the fifth race likes the six horse, Ria's Angel. And at Los Alamitos in the fifth race, you like the nine My Man Bags. And I sympathize with you because I know Oh, I know all about having trouble with the computers. <laughs> I think we'll have it solved in a, in, a, in another couple of minutes. I'm, my backup computer is coming online just about now, so we'll be all right. But all right. Every, and everybody, I assure you, you're going to get your power pages within the next 15 minutes. And believe me, I've ready. already had uh, at least one person who is a fan of yours and certainly uh, has your product. Get your product. Ask me if I got it uh, through emails this morning. And I said, no. I have not gotten it from Jerry, and as I was looking at the uh, phone lines, I was worried uh, that something may have happened to you personally, Uh, and so I'm glad that you at least got on the air and told us about it, that's for sure. I'm okay, Ralph. We don't want nothing happening to you, Jerry. A lot of the hair's been pulled out this morning. (laughs) Well, at least you got some to pull out. In any case, power pages are coming, computers are getting fired up. The Aqueduct and Los Al Power Pages at jerryjspowerpage.com. So we'll let Jerry get back to the computer, but he's got one more thing to say. Have a great race day, everybody.